Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race for a thousand position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and got to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Christopher Bell is a winner in the NASCAR Cup Series. Hell yeah, bud. First of many. Good job. Thank you, guys. Great job, Adam. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 1952 by Xfinity X5. Internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley here with the entire MRN crew joining you after a busy week of road course racing at Daytona International Speedway. Matter of fact, coming up on the show today, we're going to chat with Christopher Bell after getting the big win Sunday in the O'Reilly Auto Parts 253. What a weekend for Toyota, a clean sweep at the World Center of Racing. We're also going to chat with A.J. Allmendinger. He's back in the NASCAR Xfinity Series full-time, ran the cup race as a one-off for Colleg Racing on Sunday, but A.J. had a chance to sit down and visit with our Kim Kuhn let you hear that conversation tony gibson and steve post will talk about netflix's the crew and how he influenced that show plus we'll preview this weekend's races at homestead and a whole lot more but first let's check in and get the latest headlines across nascar nation with our kyle ricky kyle what do you have for us this week mike team owner chip ganassi has been suspended for one event by nascar and fined $30,000 for a violation of the COVID-19 guidelines last weekend in Daytona by bringing a non-essential individual into the restricted competition area. While Ganassi won't be able to attend this weekend's events at Homestead Miami Speedway, his two teams will be able to compete with drivers Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain. It was a big weekend for Joe Gibbs Racing in Daytona with Ty Gibbs winning Saturday's NASCAR Xfinity Series race and Christopher Bell winning Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series event, both first-time winners in their respective series. Team owner Joe Gibbs called it a special weekend, adding that Bell's win came on his son's J.D. Gibbs' birthday, who passed away just over two years ago. This is J.D.'s birthday. J.D. spent his whole uh, occupational life building our race team. I think he's getting a full view of it 
right now, and I think he's loving it. We will hear from Sunday's winner, Christopher Bell, later in the show. And we'll see more of Ty Gibbs on track later this season. Just three days after scoring his first Xfinity Series win in his first career start, Joe Gibbs Racing announced that Ty will compete in an additional 14 Xfinity Series events this season. The 18-year-old Gibbs says that even with the first win in his first race, he still plans to manage his expectations one race at a time. You know, that's one thing in life I really haven't ever done is is set expectations because I go into this I go into every weekend the same plan is to go and win no matter what circumstance I am and, and what or what I'm in and um you know I just I just put my head down and work hard at it and um I just try to end out on top. Gibbs will next be on track in the NASCAR Xfinity series car at the Phoenix Raceway in Arizona on March 13th. He will also compete for this year's Arca Menard Series Championship, which will also race in Phoenix on March 12th. Mike Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we'll have a NASCAR Live Backtracks from the Daytona Road Course, and later we'll chat with Sunday's winner, Christopher Bell. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price Tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, race fans. NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace here from my friends at Blue Emu. If there's one thing I know in my line of work, it's how to go fast. Race fans are going wild on the backstretch in Martinsville. Rusty Wallace for the... I use Blue Emu because it works fast and you won't stink. Blue Emu means quality, and it's owned, distributed, and manufactured right here in the U.S. of A. So the next time you want Hall of Fame relief, reach for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. It works fast, and you won't stink. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, official pain relief cream of NASCAR. A NASCAR Live Backtracks from the Daytona Road Course is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Whelan would like to congratulate Christopher Bell and his number 20 Joe Gibbs Racing Pit Crew for the Daytona Road Course victory. They are the Whelan Pit Crew of the Week. With fresher tires, Bell chased down Joey Logano and made a pass for the win with one lap to go. Christopher Bell's going to hit the mark. A great run for him in that Toyota today. Adam kept asking what I needed in the car, and you know I didn't really need anything. So, yeah, I just took my time to get going, get up to speed, and really proud to be here, man. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 1952. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. While NASCAR stayed in Daytona for another weekend of on-track activity, drivers hit the road course this time. In case you missed any of the action, here is a NASCAR Live Backtracks. Greg Harris puts the green flag in the air, and we're underway in Daytona. Chase Elliott from the inside lane. Uh, you control his start. 
Easy in the first corner here. Bad start behind you. Michael McDowell, late break going in, but it wasn't early enough. He goes way to the top. He's off the racetrack, and everybody goes stampeding by. The Daytona 500 champion goes from the outside of the front row, and now he's in the grass on the short shoot. Yeah, we got some rocking. Won't even turn. Turn like the steering's messed up, or you're on the splitter. It won't turn at all. The tire's down now. I don't think it was before, though. Put tires on and see what we can do. Caution is on the speedway, debris on the racetrack from one of these cars. Kyle Busch was getting set to come to pit lane. Coming to you, killed, destroyed, left right front. It's not KO'd, it docked a hole in the nose for sure, but it's right front, got a fender rub. If the radiator was busted, I would have a water pressure light yelling at me, right? Are your temps consistent? Are they going up and down? Consistent right now. I got knocked in the grass from the left side and went through no worse than Ty Gibbs went through and my destroyed so trying to get an ID on that car it is sitting backwards and now as it spins around it looks like it is Chase Briscoe easy 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 hold the brake hold the brake hold the brake get it going right there spinning around spinning around so right here still plenty of time to regroup just be smooth he got in there a little little hot inside of the 23 and jumped the turtle and spun out. Tyler Reddick will be penalized for an uncontrolled tire. Not good for them. No, they said we had an uncontrolled tire, but that wasn't us. They're saying we need to drop to the tail again, Randall. It's in our tire. That was the car in front of us. They're still saying we got to drop to the tail. They're saying we had an uncontrolled tire. I know it's wrong. It wasn't us. But we got to get back or we're going to get penalized. I mean, surely they could look at this. That's not our tire. The 96 had two. Tyler, you better start dropping back, man, or we're going to be in deep here. Green and white checkered flag is waving at the line. Hamlin wins the stage. Stage winner, the 11th. Nice work, man. Cool it, coach. And if you're Brad Keselowski, these 29 laps can't conclude fast enough. Uh, one lap ago, he got punted going into turn one by Kurt Busch. Keselowski spun around and now finds himself all the way back towards the tail end of the field. I think I just got dumped. Yep, copy. We don't think we're going to have rain, but there are some showers, and oh, by the way, this is Central Florida. A couple of light, light, light drops right now. Got a rainbow over turn three. Maybe some damn spot. Just get a read on it here this first lap. Everything looks okay. The Tyler Reddick machine has gone up in flames. All right, you're on fire. Stop, Tyler. Stop, 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 stop. Pull off to the left. You okay? He's out of it. We're done. Chase Elliott went off course as well. That car got into the grass. The nose of it kicked up a lot of mud. Sorry about that. I don't know what the hell else to do. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I think that was deliberate, but we'll see. I'm sure. Truex spins in the middle of turn number one, mashes the gas, puts up a huge cloud of smoke. I literally went to touch the brakes, and it just started wheel hopping. I wheel hopped all day. Three wide. Kyle Busch goes around. He goes up against the outside safer barrier. Every corner is rubbing. There's as many laps as is left. That's how long it'll take us to fix it. Chase Elliott is around as he transitions, going up onto the banks. He was trying to make a move under Keselowski. Sorry, dude. That's not your fault. Just keep going here every spot you can. Got five to go. You get plenty of them. I roasted the backs off of him over there. Side by side for the race lead, coming to the white flag. Christopher Bell muscles his way to the inside of Joey Logano. Ah! Checkered flag is waving at the start-finish line, and Christopher Bell is a winner in the NASCAR Cup Series. Hell yeah, bud. First to finish. Good job.
Oh my god. Thank you guys. Great job, Adam. Great job, Pickery. Holy smoke. I'm so proud of you, Christopher Bell. The work you put in. Proud the tears, man. Proud the tears. Coming up, we've got the winner of Sunday's race, Christopher Bell, and later, Tony Gibson joins us. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. going 40 miles an hour this is a residential area sure but i'm on my lawnmower wait am i getting a ticket no i've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys and mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds what got into you well it did fuel up at sunoco this morning at sunoco we know how to fuel peak performance we've been doing it for american racing for over 50 years fuel your best Grassroots Racing. It's where I got my start and what we talk about on NASCAR Coast to Coast. I'm Hannah Newhouse. Join me and Kyle Ricky each week as we talk with drivers from NASCAR's National, International Touring Series, and your local NASCAR track. Kyle talks with the Wheel and Modified Driver of the Week, and we give you all of the latest news and race results. You can watch on MRN.com, Facebook, or YouTube. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. NASCAR Coast to Coast, grassroots racing coverage you won't find anywhere else. If you're looking for some great original NASCAR programs, look no further than MRN.com. We've got podcast series on Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, Richard Petty, Jimmy Johnson, and many more. They're all free to download. Just go to MRN.com and click on the shows page. O'Reilly Auto Parts 253 winner Christopher Bell joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Christopher Bell scored his first NASCAR Cup Series win over the weekend at the Daytona Road Course. Our Kurt Becker had a chance to catch up with it. Well, we're joined at this time by Christopher Bell, driver of the number 20 Ream Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing in the NASCAR Cup Series. Christopher, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, congratulations on your, your first career cup victory. Yeah, that was a, a pretty special one, man. I, and honestly, coming in at Daytona is kind of full circle. I started my Daytona career in the cup truck series. Uh, I guess it would have been in 2016, and I ended up upside down. So I'm happy that I could finally get a victory, even though it was on the road course, not the oval. Well, when you woke last Sunday morning, did you ever imagine that by 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, you would be standing in victory lane at Daytona? You know, I knew that we would be competitive going into the race. Uh, it was one of my better races last year as far as car speed. I didn't get a good finish out of it, but I knew that uh, – I was really fast there. So I expected to be competitive. And uh, did I expect to win? Uh, probably not, but I expected to be in the hunt. And, and you know, the cards fell my way. There's so much happening on a road course. On that final lap, as you are turning left and right, and you're shifting and you're braking and you're keeping an eye on the cars behind you. At what point was your mind able to focus on the fact, hey, I'm about to get my first cup win? 
Yeah, fortunately, the last lap was probably one of the easier laps that I did. Um, I was at a tire advantage over the 22 car, and I just passed him. So I knew that it was pretty much smooth sailing, and, and all I had to do was hit my marks and make sure I didn't go off course. It's often said that a win at Daytona is life-changing for a NASCAR driver. Is that overstating the case, or, or has your life changed at all in the, the two or three days now since that victory? Yeah, I mean, I would say that probably more applies for the Daytona 500. Um, and, and I hope that one day I get my, my shot at the Daytona 500 as well. Uh, last two years, my, my only two Daytona 500s, I feel like I've had a really strong car, just unfortunately got taken out early. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm very thrilled to be able to win at the Daytona Road Course, but um, definitely want to have my shot at the 500 as well whether because of COVID restrictions or any other considerations, folks who have left us in this life, as you stood in victory lane at Daytona and you looked around, was there anybody who wasn't for any reason, wasn't able to be there that you wish could have been there to help you celebrate in person that first cup win? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the name of the game has completely changed now with uh, the restrictions that we're under. So it was pretty disappointing that I couldn't celebrate with, uh, number one, my wife, she's been to all my races until the, the restrictions hit. So she wasn't able to be there. And number two, my entire team, none of them were allowed in victory lane. And um, that was pretty disheartening as well. Your team owner, Joe Gibbs, is 80 years of age. You are 26 years old. And some might look at that and say, wow, there's got to be a generation gap there. What is it about Joe Gibbs that makes him such an effective leader and enables him to know how to communicate with someone who's literally one third his age. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is just his uh, his knowledge of people and knowing how to put the right people in the right positions to do the right job. And that's something that I've always uh, really respected Coach for is is his ability to do that. Um, he's just so sharp, and he knows his employees in and out, and you know he knows which ones are the the right fit to get the job done. This is such a high-pressure business. It is a game of, of what have you done for me lately. What is the bigger sense of relief for you in your just beginning, your second full season of competition? Is it the fact that you've proved you can win at this level, or is it the fact you are now locked into the playoffs? Uh, I would say for me it's the, it's the fact that I've, I've won now in the Cup Series, and, and I hope that I'm able to rattle off a couple more here. And, yeah, so – it's it's tough, you know. You're you're in this sport for you for whatever reason. You're kind of labeled as only as good as your last race. So uh, right now, I'm I'm great. But last year, whenever I wasn't running so well, you know, I feel like a lot of people had written me off. So um, it's it's nice to be relevant again. And I hope that I'm able to keep it up for the weeks to come. We have a lot of road courses on the schedule this year. We've got a dirt race for the first time in decades. We know you can win on a road course. We know that dirt is prevalent in your background as a racer. What is the standard you are setting for yourself this season? Are you, are you looking at this schedule and saying, realistically, I have a shot to win more than just this one race? Yeah, and I mean, even without the dirt race and the road courses, I feel like I have a shot to win. You know, I feel like uh, going to Homestead, it was one of my better races last year. So I think we should be really competitive this week. Vegas has been a great racetrack for me. Um, Phoenix, I have a couple Xfinity wins. So, you know, you just go on down the list of the, the racetracks that we go to. And, you know, there's not very many of them out there that I think that we, that we shouldn't have a shot at. You mentioned Homestead. 
you have been there on at least three occasions as part of a championship four, including the fact that you closed the deal there a few years ago with a championship in the truck series. You can't close a championship this weekend. We know that. But with that said, what is your level of confidence as you go to Homestead? Are there fond memories for you there? There's a couple of fond memories, yes, but a lot of heartbreak for sure. You know, the two Xfinity seasons were extremely disappointing to not win the championship. Uh, so that was hard. But, you know, the truck championship and then last year I had, you know, at, at the time was my best cup series run. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back there. It's a super fun racetrack. Um, you know, and I think we should be really competitive. One more question before we let you go. What's it like after scoring that first cup win? I mean, that was a tough physical race at Daytona last Sunday. So were you tired and worn out and was it straight to bed or was the adrenaline flowing and were you up all night celebrating? Oh yeah, definitely I had adrenaline, man. And I, uh, I definitely didn't sleep very well Sunday night. That is perfectly understandable. Time for you to get back to work. Christopher, all the best at Homestead. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kurt. Coming up, Tony Gibson talks about his influence on the Netflix show, The Crew. And later, we'll chat with A.J. Allmendinger. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. And now a game of commercial chicken brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long flow can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Okay, so um, did you see... That game the other day? <laughs> the refs, right? I mean, come on. They were totally out to get us. <laughs> that always happens to our, to our team. <clears throat> Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. The Xfinity fastest lap on the Daytona road course was run by Chase Elliott. He turned in a lap of 112.347 miles per hour. Xfinity, XFi Internet, that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Veteran crew chief Tony Gibson is up next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Kurt Busch leads the Daytona 500. He's never won before at Daytona, a former series champion. He will fix that today, winning the 59th edition of the Great American Race. Tony Gibson from Daytona Beach, your Daytona 500 champion. Unbelievable. Holy cow, unbelievable. Wow, thank everybody who's doing all racing. Now, back to Mike Bagley. So glad you're with us here on this week's NASCAR Live. Netflix has dipped its toe into the world of NASCAR with a brand new show called The Crew, starring Kevin James. To make sure they were getting everything accurate, Kevin James relied on veteran crew chief Tony Gibson. Steve Post chatted with the old man about his experience. This um, project you were on, as a matter of fact, Kevin James's name is Kevin Gibson. He even stole your last name on this deal, old man. Yeah, um, it was pretty crazy. We went up there uh, to hang out for a few days. And uh, while they were doing some of the, you know, getting started with some of the scenes and kind of getting everything up and running and 
So they wanted some input on just what it's like to be, you know, at the shop as a crew chief on the road, things that happen, you know, and um, they were at Homestead, uh, you know, last year and kind of went through, um, through the inspection line with NASCAR and kind of the ins and outs and the, to help them get a better understanding of, you know, what our sport's about and what it takes. And um, so, yeah, it, it, uh, it was pretty cool uh, to go up there and, um, you know, actually we got there and, they didn't have a whole lot set up, um, to be honest with you, in the shop. They had some cars in there, and but they needed help, like, you know, setting up where the toolboxes needed to go and, and cars and kind of how a shop was laid out, those kind of things. So, you know, they're working with really small areas, believe it or not, when they're – it looks big on TV, but they're really small areas that they do these shots in. So um, it was interesting to uh, to try to help kind of orchestrate a little bit of the – the layout of the scenes and the layout of the, the shop itself. And uh, yeah, it was, it was walking around and they were picking my brain and, you know, the whole time we're doing this, I'm trying to understand what they're doing. Cause it was interesting to me to see too, how much money went into <laughs> to making something for five seconds. Um, and then, uh, you know, seeing how it all comes together and, and, uh, and how that whole, how deal, whole deal operates. Uh, it was pretty amazing. It is. It, it amazed me listening to Kevin James. He's done some uh, interviews over the course of time since the show came out. He seems to have a real passion to, to get in character and to understand it. It, it. it seemed like he really must have picked your brain a fair amount on that. Yeah, he did. And, and we, we, were, we were on the phone quite a bit before we actually met and uh, before we went to Homestead. Um, and then uh, while we were at Homestead, we spent quite a bit of time that whole day on race day uh, in the motorhome talking about things and talking, kind of get him up to speed. And like I said before, just going through the garage and, and seeing how our day starts and how our day ends um, on a race day. Um, and I think they were overwhelmed at, at actually what goes on uh, in our world. Um, and uh, like I said, from, from that point on, it was, it was uh, pretty much every day in touch with those guys, um, either on the phone and, and then once we got to a certain point where they needed me up there, uh, they, they flew my wife, uh, me and my wife up to, to New York. And um, yeah, it was pretty cool to hang out with those guys. And, and like I said before, it's, uh, you know, Kevin James is just no matter, you know, he's funny doing anything, right? He can open up a bottle of Pepsi and, and or Coke and, and it's funny, right? Um, yeah. So his, his facial expressions and, uh, they're just, they're just crazy. And, and we laugh the whole time. And, and to be honest with you, watching, watching them do this, you know, they have little scripts, they go by and the writers are in there writing stuff. And, and, you know, you can tell he'll, he'll like get to a point to where this is frustrating. I'm just going to do my thing. Uh, and then he would start doing his thing. And then, you know, everybody's laughing in there because you can't control it. Right. He's just, he's time to be me. And, uh, he is, he's an hilarious guy, but a fun guy and a super nice guy to be around. Um, we got to spend some really good, um, time, you know, just hanging out in his, uh, in his place there, um, in the, in the Netflix, uh, complex there, he has a, uh, like a house inside that, um, city block building, um, where he has his own, you know, his own, uh, bedroom. It's just like a house inside this building. Um, so there was a little lounge area in there. So after they would go into a scene, the writers would stop and go off in their little room and start working on what they needed to change. And then he would say, come on, let's go. And we would go in his little office and they were smoking big old cigars and, and eating. And it was just, it was just so much fun to be 
personal with a guy like that, you know, and, and uh, he, to be honest with you, man, he's just like me and you, he, we started talking about hunting and fishing and, and uh, the things that I was passionate of doing, uh, you know, and then, you know, he would open up and, and talk about the things that, you know, his family and what they love to do. And, and uh, so it was to be one-on-one and kind of get on ground level with somebody like that was pretty, pretty amazing. And, and all the writers and, and the, you know, the, the, those guys were, have done, you know, some huge movies and to be sitting in a room with those guys, um, just shooting the crap with those guys was, was pretty amazing. It's something I'll never forget. It, it strikes me, Tony, that um, it strikes me that we have these huge motorsports complexes, Stuart Haas Racing, Henrik Motorsports, these huge complexes to put one race car on the track for one race. There's probably a lot of comparisons with the huge movie facilities, as you say, to put five seconds or to put one 30 minute show together. It's 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 insane. Um, the amount of work and the hours um, that they would work, you know, we would get there at, uh, around six 30 or seven in the morning. Uh, and they were already there getting started getting their things together and getting ready to start. Um, uh, and then, you know, we would leave me and my wife would leave around eight or nine that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys would stay there and work till midnight, one o'clock on getting ready, what needed to be changed to, to start the next day. So they're long, long hours. I was really, I'm telling you, I was, I was amazed at the hours that they put in to just do something that's like you said, for a five minute deal, uh, was just incredible. Uh, you know, and the amount of talent of the people that, uh, built the sets and lay everything out and, and how they had to scramble to get from this room to this room, how organized it was, you know, getting cameras here, cameras there and having it ready so that he could walk out of one scene into another scene. And, uh, it's just, it's incredible. It was eye opening to me. Um, to be able to spend, uh, you know, three days in his world. So how did the shows come out? I mean, you, you, you watched the, you, you, you watched the final edition and everything like that. What, what kind of stands out to you after being on the making of the sausage and then eating the sausage, if you will? <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, they just come out there on, uh, yeah. on Monday there. So um, I started out, I saw the first two uh, yeah. drops on Monday uh, and I watched another one last night. I had a radio show to do and that lasted to like nine 30. So we, we got on Netflix and I watched the third, um, the, the, the third uh, setting. And, uh, it's, uh, it's scary of, you know, a, a lot of it is, is, is my life. Like me, you know, they took a lot of the stories to, of me, how I got going and, and through the sport. And it's a lot about just an old redneck crew chief and, you know, he, he gets into this world of uh, engineering and, and, you know, it's me, it's, it's, uh, man, we were, we were watching him do these scenes. Me and my wife were standing right there while they're doing the, the scenes and doing all the practice stuff. And she looked at me and she said, this thing's about you. Like, this is your life. So uh, yeah, it, it, watching this stuff, you know, was, uh, there was a lot of things that, that are in it um, that remind me of, of me coming up Um you know, and getting to where I, I, uh, I am today. So that's pretty cool to watch. And it, it was pretty neat for them to include me in that. And, um, you know, um, you know, my wife, Beth, so she, she's pretty pumped because, you know, the, the lead lady is Beth. So, uh, you know, her first name, my last name. So we were pretty pumped about that. Um, but, but I love the show so far. It's been funny. I, I, I uh, I sent Kevin a text, um, after I saw the very first, uh, you know, the first drop, the first episode, 
I texted him and I said, Hey man, look what I'm watching, you know? And he said, man, how did I do? You know, he texted me back. He said, how do you think, I, how did I do? And I said, man, you were horrible. I said, <laughs> I said, you did terrible. Can't believe it turned out this bad. He's like, what, what are you serious? But um, we had a good time texting back and forth uh, about it. And uh, yeah, I text him after every episode, let him know what I think. And uh, he texts me back, you know, and can't wait till the next one. And, and it's been a blast. I mean, just uh, we're trying to watch one a night. Um, you know, cause I'm an early, I go to bed early. I mean, it's eight 30. I'm, I'm done. So me and my wife try to watch at least one of them a night and until we get all 10 of them in. What strikes me about what I've seen of it. And I've watched a little bit bits and pieces of the crew, the characters and the personalities, the different people. And you're like, no, there's no way. No, there's no way. And then I think about it and it's like, we have just as many of those characters and personalities in our life. And when you look at your career, you probably ran into every one of those characters multiple times. Every one of them and still do. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like, man, that, that, that happened. I've had that, you know, that character right there is, I know a guy like that, or I've been around a guy like that. Yeah. And uh, so that's what makes it funny. Right. It's um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, not only, you know, it's kind of like the King of Queens, you know, it's, it took you a while to realize that he was a UPS driver, right? Cause he's so funny that you pay so much attention to him that you're like, was he in a locker room at a UPS store? You know, I, I, I don't, but now with the NASCAR deal, you know, they've, it, it seems like they've integrated a lot more of our, our sports like racetrack scenes and cars and, and drivers and, and, and uh, media people in the, in this, uh, in this show that's, uh, that's bringing more of that, uh, out than I, than I noticed in King of Queens. So, uh, it seems like they've upped their game uh, about giving NASCAR and, and us, uh, some love, you know, in this one. I, I find that amazing. I remember, um, and, and you'll probably remember this, uh, when they were doing Herbie, the love bug movie, and they had the car on the track for the start of the race at auto club. And yeah. I actually had that end of pit road. So yeah. I actually went down there and, and could have called the pit stop. It, I love when the real world gets together with Hollywood yeah. and everything. It's really fascinating how they put that all together. It, it is, um, you know, no different than days of thunder and stuff, right. you know, seeing all that went was, uh, you know, last week was, was incredible. You know, you, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was in the sport, you know, digging hard in the sport, but you never really realized how much different people influenced that movie, um, you know, and how much of all that stuff is real. It's real things that happened. Um, and, and watching this, the, um, the crew, you know, it's the same thing, you know, that, that really happens. Yeah. That happens. That guy says that, yeah, that guy does that. Uh, you know, it, 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 it it's pretty cool. Um, uh, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed it last night was probably the funniest episodes. Uh, I won't, I won't spoil it for who hadn't been watching, but, um, you know, some of the scenes in there that, uh, really touched my life. Uh, some of the things he took out of my life and plugged in there. It's pretty funny to watch. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Thank you, Steve. And if you haven't been able to watch any of the crew, check it out. A few drivers make appearances, and, of course, it's good to see NASCAR getting some love as well. Coming up, A.J. Allmendinger talks returning to the Cup Series over the weekend, and later we'll focus on Homestead Miami Speedway. I am huge. I am the return of all the things you love about this amazing sport. Green, green, green Something that changes you from the very first lap. I am where seeing becomes believing. And believers know it is the return of a new season. I am NASCAR. NASCAR Returns, presented by Geico at Miami, Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Good job, man. 
Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Skinner wins it by two one-hundredths of a second. Some wild moments. Kyle Busch, he's top shelf digging up top. Bodine spins it. We just bumped heads and one of those things. It ended up being a rivalry. And the stories that go with them. Ron Hornaday Jr. truly is a character. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. A.J. Allmendinger was back on the track in the NASCAR Cup Series over the weekend. He joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. It's been a little bit since A.J. Allmendinger was in the Cup Series. Matter of fact, it was 2018 when A.J. ran his last Cup Series race. He was back in a Cup car over the weekend in Daytona, and Kim Kuhn had the opportunity to chat with him. Matt Colleg is one of the youngest team owners in the sport, and he's obviously shown that he wants to invest time and effort into NASCAR. What it is, is it about racing that you think excites him so much? I think it's everything. The atmosphere, the sound, the speed. Uh, just the, the the team camaraderie, everything that goes along with auto racing in general, he really loves. Uh, and this pandemic, he was so great to all of us at college racing. You know, there was no cutbacks. They made sure that everybody got paid on time, in full, uh, because he knew how much it meant to, to uh, have everybody as happy as possible. Because we all know, I mean, life can be stressful. And, and when something like that happens and uh, there's potential that you may lose your job or you get cut back and money is on the line. We all have families today to take care of. So Matt was special in that and, and Chris Rice making sure that everybody didn't have to worry about it. But with that said, we lost a little bit of it because Matt wasn't at the racetrack. And that's the reason a lot of it, why he does it is being at the racetrack, hanging with his family, enjoying that atmosphere. So it was nice to have him back last weekend. He'll be at Daytona again this weekend, and, and hopefully he can come to as many as possible. So it was really good by NASCAR to allow team owners back in because especially for somebody like Matt that this isn't his background and this he doesn't have to do this, we have to keep him at the racetrack so he's excited about it. And, and uh, you could definitely see it in his eyes. Both days he was pumped up to, uh, to be back. Kind of looking at the lineup over there, it's you, you've got Jeb Burton, Justin Haley, and you got Kaz kind of in the mix running part-time. Nobody's necessarily a rookie per se in the sport. You definitely have the most experience. So what do you, what do you bring to the table? Do you play the role of like leader and veteran? Because you definitely have the age on the other ones. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it. They call me grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I feel good about that or not. You know, I mean, I think – you add up all three of those ages to mine. It's close to me, I guess. I don't know, but uh, maybe not, maybe not that old, but no, I mean, it's like Justin and I, because I, I've gotten to work with Justin 
over the last, now this will be third year, I've seen so much growth in him. He's helped college racing move forward uh, so much in, in so many different ways. But uh, I, I've seen a lot of, of himself in me, the good and the bad, quite honestly, uh, the, the bad attitudes at time. Uh, he's had them. I've gotten on him. I said he's way too young to have that attitude. He's got to have some more years. Uh, but at the same point, I've also seen him. He has when, when he's down like that, it's because he cares so much and he wants to be better. He wants to make the team better. So I understood that. So that relationship with Justin has, has been a lot of fun because I felt like in 19, he had a lot of growth he needed to do. In 2020, he was amazing. And that's why I, I truly feel why he was in the championship four because of the growth that he had personally and professionally, it helped move the team forward as well. So I love seeing that growth. It's the same this year. Uh, you know, with Jeb, I'm getting to know him. Uh, he's got a lot of experience around him with his dad, his uncle, and then obviously with Harrison, been racing over the last couple of years. But Jeb hasn't had a lot of laps personally over the last few seasons. So it's going to be fun to have him on board and, and Kaz on the cup side of it. It was just cool to see uh, him making the 500 and just like what is just his eyes at driver intros and standing by the car and, and how much it meant to just to be driving in the Daytona 500. I think sometimes as veterans, maybe we lose a little bit of that. So it was fun to see that, that youngster, like, oh my gosh, I'm racing my first ever Daytona 500, that feeling again and being around it. You've always been a, a pretty happy guy, but right now it seems like you are the happiest I've seen you in a long time. You're fired up. You seem excited about the sport, excited to be racing. What do you attribute that to? Is it, is it the team you're with? Is it your personal life? Like what's, what's the sum of all things that's made you, you know, get to a place where you are today it's just talking to you again finally Kim. that's it it's, 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 you've ignored me for a while so it just for you having a reason to talk to me again makes me happy but no I mean it's it's everything like my wife Tara she's amazing like I mean she puts up with me uh my my mood swings like it's it's uh it, it's like I play, I had this perfect like scenario okay you know maybe you semi-retire and and man you play golf every day and you're happy as can be. Well, my golf game pissed me off a lot. So <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, you need to go back racing because golf is not making you fully happy. Like it's, it's actually making you more mad than you were full-time racing. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, she's, she's amazing. Like she's like, it, life is good. We got tickles, Mr. Tickles still. We got Xena, the French bulldog. Uh, and then on the, the racing side of it, I love being with, with college racing like it's just so enjoyable to to be at this organization it starts with matt i mean i mean anybody that's met him you see that energy anybody that's seen him on tv i mean that's true his energy he's so generous i appreciate so much for him believing in me and allowing me to be a part of his organization chris rice is the same way like they 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 make me feel like we want you here like come help us be better and that makes it a lot of fun and and then it just trickles down through the rest of the team so uh i have fun with it and that was the deal i made chris rice when we went full-time because i didn't have to i mean i could have done part-time again but i wanted to to feel that every weekend and he said it's not a job like the moment 
It's a job. I'm, I'm, he's legit. I thought he was joking. He's legit making me take pictures with him at the, before the race every weekend because my attitude's got to look the same. Because if it starts <laughs> to like, like deter a little bit, yeah, like literally if it deters a little bit, he's like, we're done. Like you're done. We'll go back to part time. So, uh, I mean, yeah, and it just, it, it makes it enjoyable. You mentioned Mr. Tickles, so I got to ask, and Zena, I guess that the pup's part of the mix too. Is it just like an animal farm over there? It is. Yeah, they 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 rule the household. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty funny watching my wife Tara like chase them around sometimes. Like the cat will just like pin her in the corner and start meowing at her for for whatever because he's a cat and he's got a bad attitude, and then the bulldog just. Zena, all she wants is attention. As I look down at her right now, she just wants attention. She wants to be around both of us. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, the animals. They, they, they rule the house for sure. Thank you, Kim. Coming up, we'll talk racing at Homestead Miami Speedway. And later, we'll have this week in NASCAR history. And now a game of commercial chicken brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. So the, the weather is just all over the place lately, right? One day it's hot, and the next day it's, uh, it's windy for a while. It's like, make up your mind already. Drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. We have doubleheader activity coming your way this weekend from South Florida. Our coverage will kick off Saturday with the NASCAR Xfinity Series. It'll be the Contender Boats 250. Live coverage from Homestead Miami Speedway begins at 4 p.m. Eastern. And then we're back on Sunday with the NASCAR Cup Series. The Dixie Vodka 400 Motor Racing Network coverage begins at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll preview the Homestead race next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The spring swing for NASCAR continues through Florida this weekend. Although moving a little further south to South Florida, we move to Homestead Miami Speedway. Here with a preview of what drivers are expecting, again, is Kyle Ricky. As NASCAR moves from the beaches of Daytona to sunny South Florida, a new mentality sets in. The first mile-and-a-half track of the season, and a track that a lot of drivers like, if you ask Joey Logano. Uh, but I think every driver, I, I think every driver loves that racetrack. I, I do. Um, you know, it, it's such a, it, it's fun because it's, it's wore out. You know, so the cars are sliding around a lot, and it's wide. You have options. You know, you're not just stuck in one lane. You know, you can go the very, very bottom or like Larson does and Reddick does and, you know, those guys that are really good at running the wall way up there and they'll zing the top and be, you know, going for, for a while. So, and you can go in between. 
<laughs> wherever you want. Uh, and I think as a driver, that's appealing. It's fun. You know, if you if you you know overcook your tires, uh, you're going to pay the penalty. Uh, I, you know, and I think that's kind of fun. You know, because it's a balance of aggression and patience, and you know, managing those things. Uh, you know, I think that makes it a good time. And restarts just become nuts because the track's so wide. Tyler Reddick thinks racing at Homestead is fun because of the differences in the track throughout the race. It's really fun, just like you mentioned. Uh, the vents a lot of free speed, especially in the, in, on the longer runs uh, as the tire tires degrade and is you know, especially on the warmer days for when the sun is uh, applying that heat directly to the surface of, of that racetrack at Homestead. So it definitely adds to the excitement. The track falls really off a cliff from lap one, it feels like with the, the tire heat and wear. So you're just constantly, every single lap, doing something different within the car to get the absolute 100%, uh, you know, drive the capability out of the race car. So it makes a lot of fun for for a lot of the drivers that, that go there and really understand that and, and have fun with it. Reddick should be looking forward to Homestead. He won two Xfinity Series titles by winning there and finished fourth in the cup race last season. Chase Elliott says Homestead is unique because of how symmetrical the track is. Well, I think, you know, the biggest thing that everybody likes is running up by the wall, right? Like that, that's the thing that's kind of cool and nobody really uh, or not a lot of tracks let you do that. You know, a lot of times the, the track isn't symmetrical enough to run that close to it for that period of time. Like it might have little sections of the wall that, you know, might dip in or out. And when that happens, it makes it really hard to run right by it because it's hard to follow uh, a curve in the wall. But uh, Homestead, the place for the wall is super symmetrical. And, you know, the track is symmetrical you know, and, and progressive banking to do, which I think all those things kind of give you options on lanes to run and, and just something a little different from the norm. And a driver who is hoping that momentum carries him into another victory lane is Christopher Bell. Homestead was one of my best races last year. So it's definitely one that I have circled on the calendar to potentially run well at. Um, it, yeah, so we definitely expect to be competitive nonetheless. And, and definitely going from Homestead to Vegas should be, uh, it has the potential to be two good races for us. So I'm looking forward to it. Motor Racing Network will have full coverage from Homestead Miami Speedway starting at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we've got NASCAR history. You need more than speed to take home the checkered flag. The same goes for your internet. That's why Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. XFi delivers coverage, control, and security to keep your network on track. Catch every lap with excellent coverage throughout your entire home. Or bring your crew in for a pit stop with control that lets you pause Wi-Fi for family time. All on a network dedicated to keeping your personal information safe, secure, and private. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. This is Steve Post of Wing Nation. Join Aaron Evernham and me every Tuesday and Thursday as we talk dirt, sprint car dirt tracks, dirt racing, dirt racers, dirt news. From the National Touring Series to your local track, we cover sprint car racing coast to coast. Live Tuesdays at noon Eastern on wingnation.com and Wing Nation's Facebook page or catch the podcast on podcast platforms or YouTube. Your go-to for 10 years of award-winning sprint car coverage, Wing Nation. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to head for the exits on this week's NASCAR Live. Before we do, it's that time of the week again. Time for this week 
in NASCAR history with our Susie Armstrong. Susie? Thanks, Mike. Let's rev up like a deuce and run back to 1977. Manfred Mann's Earth Band tripped the merry-go-round to number one with Blinded by the Light. The space shuttle Enterprise executed the first of many atmospheric test flights atop a Boeing 747. And Cale Yarborough was in orbit at Daytona, dominating the 19th running of the Great American Race. Both feet buried into the firewall of a Holly Farm Chevrolet into turn number four for the final time this afternoon. Cale Yarborough in front. He has a strong advantage as he heads to UKIN. Down to the line, Junior Johnson prepared car. Junior, the winner in 1960, has seen Cale Yarborough carry his colors to victory. 1994, Swedish multi-platinum pop sensation Ace of Bass were in the light where they belong at number one with the sign. Martin Lawrence uttered questionable comments on camera sufficient to earn the sitcom star a lifetime ban on Saturday Night Live. And Sterling Marlin finally overcame what seemed like a lifetime moratorium on Cup Series victories, nabbing his first in the 36th Daytona 500. Sterling's got a car length and a half, trying to put a dream behind him. He will win his first Winston Cup race. He tried since 1976, and Sterling Marlin has won the Daytona 500, his first Winston Cup victory, and the celebration will be nonstop on pit road for the Morgan McClure team. 2005, Texas power trio Los Lonely Boys hardly felt forlorn, ascending to lofty heights on the adult contemporary charts with their first single, Heaven. Independent content producers rejoiced as three former PayPal employees launched the internet video sharing platform, YouTube. And Jeff Gordon fans had a reason to celebrate as the four-time cup champ charged a victory for the third and final time in the Daytona 500. For the final time in turn number three, Jeff Gordon, Kurt Busch, everybody else from there on back is too wide. Here comes Jeff Gordon looking for the checkered flag. Jeff Gordon leads the way off turn four looking for his sixth Daytona win. Kurt Busch looks one time to the inside, can't make the move. Jeff Gordon is the 2005 Daytona 500 champion. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. That's going to put a wrap on things for this week for us here on NASCAR Live as we head to South Florida, where temperatures in the mid-80s will await us. Our thanks to Christopher Bell for stopping by. Also, our thanks to A.J. Allmendinger and Tony Gibson. I'm Mike Bagley. For the rest of the MRN crew, we thank you for tuning in as well. We'll chat with you again next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everyone. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and was brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Julian Council, and Rich Cobra. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. 
Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.